we're back! Welcome to episode 21 of Sound Out Wave, the first podcast to reach planet Earth from Cybertron. I'm Nell, and I am great at Transformers. And I'm Greg, and I suck at Transformers. This week we'll jump into Dark Cybertron, issues 1, 2, and 3. So, you're gonna have to forgive me. No. While while during our hiatus, I forgot everything. Oh, Craig. I don't I don't think I know which of these is like Joe, which of them is the ninja guy, uh which you know what you can Scarlet, do Scarlet Baroness. You can go back to episode one of Sound Out Wave and I, reacquaint yourself with now, the whole thing. Now what is Sound Out Wave? <laughs> is that the 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 ultimate GI Joe podcast. Yes. Good. I'm glad. Th- they longtime fans of GI Joe know all about Sound Out Wave. Sound Out Wave has been an honored guest at all the Joe conventions. People love it. Your source you for go. GI Joe news, interviews, reviews, and more. How funny would that be if like we came back from the hiatus <laughs> and we were just like, all right, we're talking about G.I. Joe issue 23. Let's go. Yeah, Let's do this. Not even like the beginning of G.I. Joe. We jump into like a late yeah. arc. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, okay, we're finally back. It's like, Holidays all right, in this one, Rocksteady and Bebop are up to their old tricks again. <laughs> People would be like, wait, what? <laughs> I don't, is crying a Decepticon or what is, I don't. So yes, we are jumping into uh the arc within these two running storylines. Right. As as far as Cyber. reading order goes, this is the most complicated it's been so far. Yes. So bear with me, everybody. But I assume if you're reading through the Humble Bundle, the way it's presented, mm. you're probably just fine. Um, so Dark Cybertron is 12 issues long. And stay with me here. Dark Cybertron issue one is its own book. But Dark Cybertron issue two is more than meets the eye 23. And Dark Cybertron issue three is Robots in Disguise 23. So these books, the ones that we've been reading, continue their numbers throughout this uh, run of Dark Cybertron. So in case that was confusing to anybody. um, So when Dark Cybertron is over, we will start on issues uh, 28 for both series. Hopefully that makes sense. So for anyone who's like a regular longtime comics reader, you're used to dumb event bullshit like this from both dc and marvel <laughs> every year but this is the first Did time we're getting it into- oh my god it's 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 reading it's like trying to read a choose your own adventure novel uh, <laughs> yes so this is if if you have the humble bundle like me it's just volume one of dark cybertron we're going to read the first three issues of that book if you're reading the individual issues it's dark cybertron number one more than meets the eye number 23 and robots in a guys number 23 correct correct awesome we're so So good at this we are we're very very good at this um and and in case you ever need to check back um remember we do have that reading list image up on our tumblr but uh yeah i think we're all good so we left off before our little hiatus and yes, um, that's the thing to, to remember here uh it's been months because i made the terrible decision to move a country away and uh have forgotten everything about what are these guys again i'm sorry he doesn't remember anything about uh they're called joes thank you okay. he doesn't remember anything about the joes and he uh-huh. doesn't remember apparently how to run a podcast at all you guys so yeah, not even you're a starting bit. completely fresh here yes i'm starting a new feed 
Yeah. Uh, so previously, we do get a pretty good little recap page here. Yes. Um, so yeah, pages. we know, we'll remember everybody on Cybertron. We have Shockwave starting shit up. Um, they have a Titan. They have taken um, this Titan that Waspinator has piloted from Gorlin Prime, if we'll mm-hmm. recall. And um, this Titan's got that's- something in him. Yeah, yes, he has the ore, the death ore kind of within him. So that's what's happening on Cybertron. Um, Orion Pax and his crew have left Gorlin Prime, and we're going to see what happened to them. Um, but but yes, that's essentially where we are, is that Dark Cybertron is all about Shockwave up to his old tricks. Good old President Emperor Shockwave. <laughs> Let's see what kind of shenanigans he starts. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, yeah. And then of course there's some guys on a ship out somewhere. I don't know. I don't follow that one. That one's not interesting to me. <laughs> oh, the Gorlum Prime stuff? Okay. No, so, yeah, no, so no. We... The, what, the Lost Light? Is that what it's oh. called? Never cared about any of that stuff. Yeah, those guys, you know, <laughs> they can, they, yeah. Those they're, jerks. Uh, they're not yeah. everybody's good to So we, we Just open. kidding. They should be everybody's. They're, they are actually the, the Ur cup of tea from which all other cups of tea are formed. <laughs> uh, but we so, start okay. out in deep space here. Yeah. So we and we'll notice these the ship isn't any we are seeing currently and these people on board we have seen before and clearly this is a very long time ago. <laughs> yeah. I know these guys. That's uh Yeah. Well, that guy is one of my boyfriends up in the corner there. It's true. Yeah. One of we we see somebody who is very prevalent and very uh endeared to many readers. Obviously, Cyclonus is on board the ship. So clearly we can tell this is the arc one. Right. We have Nova Prime here. We have Geaxis, uh, Galvatron, Cyclonus. And that's actually, that is Tailpipe. That's the guy that uh, Tailgate kind of, like, we. there was a moment where you see the Arc 1 Memorial and you see a name that starts oh, with right. Tail. <laughs> yeah. That's the guy that huh. everybody was tricked into thinking it was right. saying Tailgate. Mm. Interesting. Uh, so G-Axis is like, hey, there's a weird thing out here, and I'm like the science guy, and even I don't know what it is. Yeah. And Cyclonus is like, oh, let me come in here and have a look. And G-Axis is immediately like, uh, get this dude out of here. You <laughs> shouldn't like, even Cyclonus, be here. you dumb idiot. <laughs> and Galvatron, who, depending on who you are and how how you uh, how you perceive Transformers, uh, Galvatron and uh, Cyclonus used to have like a thing. Um, they do if have you're similar me. similar looks. Yeah, yeah, they both have that like purple silver, very Decepticon look to them. Even though clearly they are not Decepticons. Well, obviously, <laughs> of course. So yes, we have Galvatron kind of be like Jaxus, can it? <laughs> Let my boyfriend take a look. It's like, I'm on to this. Uh, and he's saying, oh, I totally know what this thing is. It's a portal of the dead universe. There's all kinds of ancients that spoke of the failed reality that's at odds with our own reality. And GX is like, none of that makes any damn sense. <laughs> yeah, GX is not. He's just, you can, you just know. He's just like, oh my God, why is this dude, first of all, <laughs> even here? Secondly, this religious nut is telling everybody, oh, we found an alternate universe. And that's, yeah. So, right. But that's the thing is that Galvatron or Cyclonus, of course, is, as we know him, very, he's, you know, he's a believer. He's got, right. he's, he's very faithful. faithful. He's, yes. Um, he's like, and so this up, is his belief. Bullshit. I'm on top of this. <laughs> that's exactly, exactly how he's feeling right here. Um, so, yes, he's saying this is something that is spoken of in ancient um, religious texts and 
what have you, that this is this, yeah, like you said, the portal to the dead universe, essentially. Uh, and Jaxus is like, look, we can't listen to this dumb idiot Nova Prime. We have to go in, or we have to measure it and figure out what it is. And Nova Prime is like, our job is to conquer everything, including things that we don't know what they are. Right, because Galvatron, of course, or Cyclonus, my God, they do look very <laughs> similar, but I should know better by now. Um, Cyclonus, of course, is saying, he says here, like, it's... Uh, like alpha triumph blessed our ship so that we could spread a cybertronian you know freedom across the galaxy like that's right. what he's he's like no we like um that's what we're here to do and nova prime's like no it's not we're <laughs> trying to we are going to impose the will of cybertron so clearly we have two very different ideas of what the purpose is here he says for this another ship. universe in need of conquering which is you know pretty bold way to phrase that yeah yeah uh, Pretty. And uh, so they just they fly right into it, and exactly yep. what you would expect to happen happens is a bunch of crazy tendrils just grab them, and they're like, "Ah, uh, this like isn't what we expected." Yep, and yeah, they're like, "I can't." And like they, <laughs> tailpipe is saying here, like, "I can't get out of this," and he's like, "Why would I, why would you want to?" Like, <laughs> and Nova Prime so full of himself, like obviously, if it. we didn't already know this, yeah, I'm so into <laughs> he's, it says nature merely follows my command pulling us in just as i ordered like this guy <laughs> is so hype in his own mind i'm tickled <laughs> he's very yes he he's his own biggest fan uh and so jaxis is sending out an sos saying hey rob <laughs> we're apparently about to be sucked into something called the dead universe and i'm the only one who thinks that might not be the best idea uh <laughs> here's all of my stuff uh i entrust my legacy to you shockwave yup we know who that guy is best student yeah. yes if you had any 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 wonder of who uh jaxis felt was his best student it's shockwave um in case i wasn't clear to everybody yet right so that's where we last saw or that's right. kind that of the last million years they got ago. from part one yeah long long time ago so since as they were being pulled into the dead universe the last thing is Jaxus, yes reaching out to shockwave saying continue what i started and now here we are and we know shockwave's doing something so presumably uh stuff with these oars because good old uh dreadwing's still here Yes. So, of course, yes, we have Dreadwing and they are in their underground lair where his Regenesis ore has taken root. Like, that's, right. it's essentially. So they're basically a, immortal. Right. Like, if you die here, you just, you get back up, you reform and you're fine. <laughs> Which is a cool idea. And again, that was my favorite part of the last arc that we covered is that they got in a fight and they're like, well, neither of us can win. So let's just chill out for a minute. Yeah, like, let's cool it because nothing's going to come of any of this. Um, and, but even in this panel we hear or this page here, we have um, Shockwave kind of saying how he's worked in the shadows this whole time. And he's been working, you know, all of these millennia essentially working on this waiting for this moment to happen he's saying now his true colors shall fly for all to see and you kind of you know so this is kind of explaining why we haven't heard of any of this before right uh and the other thing i want to note with that amazing uh shoulder to waist ratio shockwave he looks pretty great hot. he looks great in this page it's a this so good like three quarter angle from up below it's great Yes, uh, absolutely. And so now he's talking to Geaxis, correct? Yes. Is that him talking to Geaxis? Yeah. And Geaxis yeah, so he... is saying like, yep, we got that Titan for you. 
Yes. He's saying that, yep, like, he's coming, uh, and this guy Waspinator's controlling him, and, uh, <laughs> Shockwave asks if Waspinator is loyal to the cause, and Jaxus immediately says, irrelevant. <laughs> it doesn't matter. He's like, who gives a shit? He's gonna serve his job. That's right. Uh, which um, is true. That's what Waspinator did. Yeah, that's what they he brought him here to do. getting that Titan around, but. Uh, maybe his loyalty will come into question later on. Mm, who knows? But for now, he is doing his job, and we can see. Um, we have Dreadwing, who's of course Dreadwing isn't a in the in on this whole schemey scientist kind of thing, so he is not as at ease as Shockwave seems to be with all the fluctuation of energy and like, right. oh, something is suddenly just appearing um, out of nowhere. Uh, and Shockwave is like, yeah, dude, duh. Uh, because there's a titan showing up. Yeah, this titan looks like he's just being, like, birthed into this cave. Those guys um, sure do seem to just appear a lot. Somebody put a bell on them. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, can you imagine? That would be, like, the hugest... Or, like, even <laughs> if you put, like, just a regular-sized bell on them, it would make zero difference, but I like the idea of that being... I'll just put a bell on him. Um... <laughs> So Shockwave's explaining here because, of course, yeah, Dreadwing's like these energy levels are ridiculous. Like, this is crazy. And um, Shockwave is essentially saying, right, we're here in this cave because this is where the um, resurrection ore is. And they are now introducing the death ore to it. Right. Um, and so he's essentially saying the two ores together are going to create a synthesis and that something will happen. And it will be something both fascinating and as far as the Titan and its pilot are concerned, uniquely painful. So these guys appear and they're both like, obviously we can see the Titans in pain, Waspinators like, shrieking. Hey, I and... survived. Was <laughs> oh, he's so cute. Um, and it looks like in this panel, he's like, gripping onto dreadwing yeah like it looks cute like if i'm I understanding this correctly having a lover's embrace yeah like dreadwing is like oh you poor bug i'm here <laughs> it's it's like the cover of a dime store romance novel <laughs> yes yes this is the only time dreadwing can be compared to fabio <laughs> well as far as you know right that's true i suppose uh but yeah things aren't going super good for this titan because uh, he's got the life and death in him and they're both trying to melt his face yeah so he's screaming and shockwave of course he's shockwave he's fine with all of yeah. this we're not gonna ever like, get just as planned <laughs> this is all what it's supposed to be so then we do have some narration over these pages and it isn't immediately clear of who it is but I, I, it, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, it, it's I didn't think it was that tough to figure out. Uh, right. Talking about Cybertron, how how great it, it looked, but now it sucks because it's, you know, covered in garbage and wrecked up by dudes. And... and now, yes, because it rebooted itself, it is back to being this, you know, it's at its initial state. It's yeah, it's, it's, it isn't uh, developed. It isn't, you know, they have Iacon and even that is. And they, they bare say bones. the citizens of Iacon, the last of Cybertron's great Taurus states. Is Taurus states like a phrase that I should know just in politics and I don't? Or is it like something unique to Transformers? Or is it just words? I, I, if anybody listening knows the answer to that, <laughs> let us know. I feel like it might just be a little bit of flair. It's nothing I immediately recognize, sure. though. I so I feel like it might just be a little. It's probably an actual phrase that gets used in politics. And I'm just, you know, not known Chomsky or something. Uh, <laughs> eh, who cares? <laughs> we can't all be. But yes, so um, 
And yes, it's saying today the sun rises not on an age of gold, but on an era of rust, which is essentially, yeah, they're saying back in the day, of course, it was gold and shiny and beautiful, and now it's all just rusted. These darn baby boomers think everything's worse these days. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, and so we got good old uh, Rat Trap. Yeah. He's like, ah, jeez. He's, it's he's true. all nervous and stuff. She's Starscream. Uh, they had, I imagine yeah, he so... sounds like Morty here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Starscream, of course, doesn't give a shit. Like, um, and because before, I can't remember exactly where we left off with these two, but, you know, they had been like what i don't even remember they were, Have they we, were getting is this chummy, the first time like rat trap. Well, they were but is this the first time we were seeing this body of star screens i can't remember yes yes okay we had not seen because of this course yet. i've seen him like this for a while so i couldn't remember exactly when that happened. but yeah no he totally steps out and he's totally hot dad in it where he's like oh yeah i'm in my 50s but check out my cool car what <laughs> to me i feel like even more than hot rod he looks like a hot rod I, okay where does the <laughs> hot dad come from i think that's because my... only hot dads buy those cars okay all right naturally well we're learning something about greg today exactly so. <laughs> everybody if you want to look like a hot dad to me just buy a hot rod there, there you go. go that's all it takes um oh yes okay so starscream does say right here like he's familiarizing himself with his new body which you know read as you will but um yes we have rat trap who is very concerned and he's talking about the sun coming up and Starscream's like, yeah, I've seen a sunrise. Okay, thanks. I'm I'm aware of how that works. And then he's like, oh wait, but yeah, you're right. The sun is exactly it's where kind of it's just hanging out there. Yeah. So the sun <laughs> hasn't moved. Like, well, yeah, but also like the way that time works means it's not even supposed to be there at all. And also, he makes a stainless steel rat reference, which is pretty obscure. That is pretty obscure. It's a old series of sci-fi novels. Oh, well, there you go. Look at you. Look at me. <laughs> Adam, there you go. That's why we keep you around. Um, <laughs> yep. Uh, so, yeah, Starscream's like, ah, the tetrahertz scale, uh, or terahertz, uh, my least favorite. And he's, you know, he's, he's showing off, I feel like. Well, I mean, and it is hard. It's hard with dealing with Starscream between continuities because you never know who is using what, just because he's been so many different characters. Like, he's sure. always pretty much the same guy, but he'll have different flares to him. So, like, initially, and then in some stories, Starscream used to be a scientist. So sometimes, you know, he is smart and does know what he's talking about. Like, he's always smart, but it depends <laughs> right. on, you know, if it's, Political you know, like, book smart. smart yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Um, so, right, this is one of those instances where I'm like, well, and he kind of says, you know, he's seen this before, he's, um, like, it's something familiar, because clearly he hates it. Um, and whatever he finds, it's not good, because he's like, Rat Trap, call the Autobots. And Rat Trap is like, uh, didn't you just banish those guys from the planet? And then Starscream, of course, gives us the best news, where he says, no, not Bumblebee's Autobots. We need an expert. And you're like, oh, snap. We all know where the other Autobots are. <laughs> Truth. Uh, this is where things start crossing over, y'all. So this line, this this little bit right here is, we find out it's Optimus Prime giving this voiceover. Yes, uh, he's the narration. Allow me to read this sentence. War allows fear to become a commodity. And in an endless war, trade is always good. Uh, what does that mean? I don't, I, that's, that kind of just sounds like words that Optimus Prime says. 
Like he wrote them down and then like yeah. they sounded really cool. So I feel like Optimus only speaks in like Ken Burns movie like <laughs> documentary quotes about the Civil War. He just has a lot of thoughts. He writes <laughs> them all down. That's absolutely hoping, true. Just hoping someday that like because he's like I mean I'm Prime so the Lord knows of Prime that right. like people yeah. are going to be publishing my books later. <laughs> so he just sits around coming up with phrases he thinks sounds cool and writes them down. Uh, Oh, Orion. <laughs> I do. Yes, please don't. Uh, don't mistake us, dear listeners. I, at least I love Optimus. I love Orion. I do. But it I, is. There are some very uh, kind of. I like him as a character. But I don't think I would hang out <laughs> it, with him. <laughs> it is interesting because, of course, then you get different kind of takes on him. He's sure. another one where depending well, on yeah, the writer, I mean, depending on the situation, he uh, can kind of fluctuate. Plus, he's probably the one that's shown up in every iteration of Friends. Of course, yeah. So even like in like Beast Wars, we have Optimus Primal. He's still Optimus, yeah. Um, I just I like the idea of this this war (laughs) philosopher who only speaks in super oblique, weird sentences that you have to like sit back and figure out. Maybe Uh, maybe he's uh, he knows. Here's the thing. Okay, here's my new headcanon for this. Okay, why the way he speaks this way? Because because he's established this before. Uh, okay, so we'll go along with the whole idea that he knows he's prime, and if whenever he dies, if he dies, whatever, mm-hmm. that, uh, yeah, like, his words, whatever they have of his words will be immortalized, of course. Sure. He also knows this is going to likely be the case for Megatron, and he's admitted a Megatron is a much better speaker, and Megatron is a poet. So, maybe Optimus is like, I gotta compete with that, alright, <laughs> let's... So this is his attempt at being like, I can't let his books be better sellers than mine. I love that. And not idea. even try. So that's that, that's the headcanon I'm going with. That's brilliant. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Feel free to use it, everyone. Um, But yeah, so he does, because that's the thing, not all the time, Optimus doesn't always sound like that. But then sometimes he will say a thing that you're like, what? Why? Why was that necessary for you to say? I don't know. Optimus sounds like that a lot from what I've seen. Him saying things like, it's not a trap if you know it's a trap. Like, come (laughs) on, Optimus. You're just trying to fill pages. Maybe, maybe I'm still thinking of like younger Orion Pax. Sure. When he was doing the the cool detective stuff that was a different story but, yeah but uh, yeah so anyway we we see him trying <laughs> to escape from gorlam prime correct yes yes yeah so uh, that's which is exploding of, yes so it is being consumed by the death or behind them so they are leaving the pull of the planet um and yeah he's talking about how he's i don't even know if he's giving us any information we need here um he's, he's talking just, about he's and, being optimist man i'm telling you <laughs> He's doing what he does. Um, and, you know, and he does keep bringing up the fact that he used to be Optimus Prime. Um, he's like an old pageant queen who, like, has to keep bringing <laughs> yeah. up her, her tiaras. And, but it, anyway. it, he, he, he keeps pulling this, like, false modesty of, like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I was a Prime, Everybody but now that just I'm call prime. me Pax. Like, please call me Orion Pax. Right. But don't forget I used to be <laughs> Optimus Prime. Please uh, don't ever forget that. Right. Oh, Optimus, you kill me, dog. Uh, but they're they're trying to get away from this thing, but they're not doing a very good job of it. Uh, and then Garnak's like, oh, gosh, this isn't going well. Uh, yeah, they're essentially saying, like, it's... Right, like, the planet's exploding, and the gravity of it is pulling them in. 
uh, and Optimus is like, oh, we'll get away from it because they just yeah. turn their engines up even more. It is. Okay. Because obviously we know how they end up getting out of this, assuming you've all been reading these. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, he does also keep talking about not wanting to lead. Man, you guys, Optimus, come on. Um, Orion, whatever. So I mean, he protests here is... a bit too much. What'd you say? He protests a bit too much. Yeah, methinks. Um, I do think it would be nice to see a little uh, hesitation every now and again from Optimus. A little bit, or Orion, a little bit of, you know what I mean? Like, un uncertainty kind of from him. So the fact that all his crew was like, hey, the planet's pulling us back in. Right. He's like, nah, it's fine. And they're like, Optimus, I mean, Orion, we're pretty <laughs> sure we're gonna die. Right. <laughs> like, nah, watch this. Right. Like, he's he's always, he's very, very certain. And it's it like nice he's read a, little... a couple pages ahead. Absolutely, yeah. And who knows? Maybe he has. Maybe he has future vision. That would um. make sense. <laughs> uh, but in the middle of all this, he sort of recaps Shockwave's or stuff yes. again. Yes. No really good reason. Uh, I don't know if it is just in case you are picking up Dark Cybertron for the first time and this was just kind of a tossing a bone to any new readers. Sure. Because um, I know sometimes they'll do that. Um, like, I hey, like I know you a couple pages is in like well, whatever doesn't matter oh yeah i mean it is what it is we have kind of a recap here from orion's uh, point of view um but the good news is uh all them jerks we love show up yeah because hardhead is like are, are we gonna make it out of here um are and we gonna make it out of here, says, Optimus? Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, please, call me Pat." I insist. You call Optimus me Optimus was when I was a prime. Remember that I was a prime. <laughs> I was a reluctant leader. Never forget that. <laughs> I was the greatest reluctant leader we ever had. Never um, wanted to lead, but did a great job of it. But I was so good. And people will remember it when they read my novels. Uh, so, yeah. So he's like, yeah, don't worry. Of course we'll make it out. And they will because there's suddenly a beautiful, huge ship yeah. that warped next to them. We found we that know this light. Guy. Yeah. The light has been found. Uh, Wheelie is like, what? How? It just came out of nowhere. All of them are just kind of like, wait, what? I don't. Uh, Garnack uh, keeps using really, weird yeah. idioms. <laughs> I love his little line like, oh, you guys don't really fry anything, do you? <laughs> it's true. I guess, yeah. Transformers don't vegetarians. have things like, yeah, they don't have any like mozzarella sticks or oh, things like that. <laughs> now I feel bad for them. I know. You guys, we'll fix that. Yeah. Um, and again, Optimus, sorry, Orion, very, very sure. He knows, he knows where they are, which is yeah. true, but come on, uh, take it down a few notches, man. Uh, his, his, I feel like this is where, like, everybody writes every issue of Dark Cybertron, but I feel like James kind of gets to write these couple pages here. Right. Like, you can kind of tell. So, yes, Dark Cybertron is a collaborative event between, so James and John, and I'm sure other people were kind of here right. and a part of this had had some sort of hands in this obviously those two the most because they are the ones writing robots in disguise and more than meets the eye and also uh, this is a problem more in the later issues than this one but there's like 10 different artists in this book that switch like every other page yes there are some oh, we boy, will be jumping at some points yeah so but we'll make it through i promise um but yeah we have and again orion they land the ship and he says i never doubted for a second yeah. but i do have to admit I'm glad to see you all alive and well. So luckily that him being doubtless 
in that respect was just about the fact that Rod and his crew were fine. <laughs> uh, and there's you guys are alive. good old Swerve with his jazz hands. Yeah, uh, we see all these all these boys that yeah, we like so much. I miss these guys. Yeah, we can see your boy's legs up top. Oh, I love it. I was looking for him and I'm like, oh, I know those legs. Yep. I those wish that you were in frame, feet. but all right. Yeah. <laughs> I it's... get it. You're a harder Autobot to draw than everybody else. <laughs> Just just put his feet in there, his bird feet. Um, so yes, Orion is leaving his little ship and uh, Rod is... Rod says, thank you for proving me right. Um, and he, of course, starts telling like a Sophia story from Golden <laughs> Girls um, and is talking about how... So he kind of explains how they're suddenly here um, and saying that they were headed towards the Galactic Rim. They were looking for Thunderclash um, and they get the message. They they received the distress signal essentially from Gorlin Prime. Uh, that was... He, he the, says, like, well, the signal said, make no attempt to rescue us. So I knew we had to make some attempt to rescue you. <laughs> and it's so good because the way it's written, and you're right, this is very much James writing, where <laughs> Rod says, and I say to Magnus, I turn to him and I say, I say, <laughs> he says, I say three times in quick succession and uh, it's adorable because that's how oh, people Rod. talk and they're very excited and they just can't wait to tell you this story um and yeah he says that's the most audacious bit of reverse psychology ever or he genuine genuinely wants us to stay away and uh ratchet does point out like hey shut up rod <laughs> and i was like but you didn't stay away he's like well yeah it's an autobots in trouble yeah well, of course of course and then swerve makes this all even better <laughs> and you first of all it's great because he's barely in frame like you just get his <laughs> exactly. nose up i mean he's so tiny rod we can tell is shorter than orion but like swerve is at like hip height variety <laughs> he's so little and we just have him piping up with like his own captain and the former leader of all of the autobots and saying like hey look i took your distress <laughs> signal and i turned it into a ringtone for my phone and then his phone starts singing about the autobots are in trouble and there's a pl exploding planet he's like hey and guys i want to be in frame too <laughs> like look look listen, listen to this um swerve and i wish that that was a a ringtone that existed because i would also use that on my phone so if any of you can do an optimus prime voice maybe i'll just have you do it greg somebody make me that ringtone please i'll, I'll give it a shot thank you but so yeah all, but... <laughs> yeah no problem <laughs> uh so then the rest of the crew from this little ship disembarks and we have a very cute moment here garnak uh sees rodimus and he's so excited and he always calls him sir so Back during ongoing, and I think we've touched on this before, but Rodimus, when he was on the planet with Wheelie and Garnack, like, Rodimus got separated from everybody because Megatron rightfully tried to kill him and almost succeeded, but he had the Matrix, so he lived. Um, but that's where he met up with Garnack. Um, and uh, so they had been together. Garnack, the whole reason Garnack is here with uh, Cybertronians is because he went with Rodimus back to Cybertron. I forget where they even went. But anyway, so yeah, I didn't so know any of Garnack, yeah. So that's why he's very excited to see Rodimus. And he runs to him and he picks him up. I like him up. <laughs> he twirls him around. But it's and really I, cute. I like I it. I really love the hardhead is like, oh, I almost signed up to be on this ship. But then they got some real weirdos on board. And then Swerve <laughs> sees Garnack hugging Rodimus. He's like, boy, they had some real weirdos on board. <laughs> I love it. Um, and yeah, and they're both completely correct. 
Uh, and then there's my my perfect, beautiful, shining, married couple. Uh, yeah, we have a bit of a, there's a, a tense a uh, moment of animosity here. Hardhead, of course, has not been uh, doing very open-minded things by getting to know his fellow Cybertronians. So he sees Cyclonus and is like, oh, look at this asshole. I'm like, mm, what, hey, what's this? Hey, Hardhead, how about doing? you get out of my shit, you dick? <laughs> kick his head in <laughs> but then luckily so yeah we have hardhead being a jerk but then this panel this line uh, all of this was a gift specifically perfect. knowing that greg l mercer was going to read <laughs> these comics i swear world says for cyclotus sworn to reject a world that hates and fears him is i we're all making an x-men references that's all i want in life I'm yeah set. about I'm cyclonus good. no less like about that's, cyclonus about that's how much trifecta. he loves cyclonus he yeah. says he and i are very similar really first off my heart is a flutter okay and then world continues two reform characters struggling to make our way in life okay i'm swooning i can't get enough of these dumb assholes being married <laughs> i love it it makes me the happiest because that i think your love of cyclonus and whirl is the the biggest testament to being like yes greg understands me and <laughs> when it comes to these robots like he gets it because this do. is how yeah like that's how i feel this is and you're just like i love these guys so much um but uh, yeah it's it's it it's just a panel made exactly for you <laughs> i rereading this i got to that and i know you and i both made a note about that panel in particular because it's just yeah it's perfect we got his big beautiful shining optics we got his <laughs> boyfriend staring down some hater in the background total hater uh, uh but then we get into politics again and yes uh, ultramagnus is like dad are you gonna be our dad again <laughs> uh, and rod yeah. is like uh yeah are you gonna be our dad again <laughs> Uh, He's still being held by Garnack. Right. Because Rod is like, look, guys, I know I'm not your real dad, but I hope in time you can come to think of me as, yeah. as a prime in my own right. Yeah. But now uh, real dad's back. And that's sad. And he well, and even then, because, yeah, they do ask if he's going to assume command. And, and Rod uh, even looks like scared. He, he does. He looks a little like and he just very tiny text. He kind of just questions like, oh, are you like he's kind of worried. Um. And Orion falters a moment, and then he says, no, no, of course not. Of He's course like, not. I you? may be a leader, but I'm a reluctant leader. <laughs> Let us never forget that I used to be prime, and I did it reluctantly. Please, um, just call me Pax. <laughs> uh, well, and then there's a funny joke about that later, too. Um, but... Uh, on top of us continually uh, beating that horse. Uh, so these these three, the three like in charge here now, I guess the two are in charge. And as Pax just said, he's just a very grateful guest. Um, they make it to the bridge. Um, and it just, yeah, more very clear James writing up here where they're <laughs> kind of showing him around the ship. Um Somebody's been drawing on the Novacomp. Right, um, that sounds about right. That's the, <laughs> that's the lost light I remember. Yeah, yeah. You're like, yeah, this all feels familiar. This is good. Um, and they have a call coming in. Hound is like, hey, we have a call. Good old and, star screen. Yeah, it's a little that star screen. Guy. <laughs> and here, I don't like this panel here. I don't yeah. like that Orion Pack says... What, what is, is Starscream? What want? does he want? Hologram or not, I don't like seeing him on an Autobot ship. And I'm like, you know what, Pax? First You're kind of sounding like Hardhead over there. Yeah. And Hardhead don't sound so cute right now. You, if, Pax, if you're going to be a racist piece of shit, yeah. why don't you back off? Why don't you 
step off. Don't be front and optimist. Go back to hanging out with Wheelie. (laughs) I wonder where Wheelie is. I I do really, really love that that Pack is like, I don't like seeing him on an Autobot ship. And uh, whoever this is like, well, we're not really an Autobot ship. Yes, Perceptor starts and he, like, Perceptor's (laughs) keeping it real. He's like, well, I mean, technically, no, we're not an Autobot ship. We're just a ship of dog. Like, hey, we all got on board with being cool with each other. What the hell's your deal? Um, Which is something that Perceptor would never, ever, ever say to Orion Pax or Optimus Prime. (laughs) He is not that sassy. Um, Only with people like Brainstorm. He'll be sassy with Brainstorm. Um, But yes, we have Starscream, who, of course, we know was making a call to the Autobots. Autobots. Right. Us guys. And and so, yeah, and he's kind of letting Pax know now. He's like, yeah, well, I'm in charge of he's like, Cybertron. Oh, by the way, I'm the president now. Yeah, I was elected. For so... the first time since Nova Prime. Yeah, like, oh, he really kind of like... <laughs> he's digging it in there. Yeah, he really just lets Pax have it for a hot he's second. Like, like, Bumblebee mm. failed. Not my verdict, the general public's. Yeah, and I'm like, I yeah, get a girl to tell him. <laughs> and so he is saying, he's like okay anyway we have an issue uh it's kind of like he would say end of the world but that would be a little bit alarmist so he's not saying to come back to cybertron um (laughs) he's like please we need you guys to find the knights of cybertron very important thing you're doing yes keep dicking around the galaxy we don't need any (laughs) of you here please and thank you um but he's saying you guys have an expert on board and i would like that person to consult on this thing that i am seeing and to kind of verify what starscream thinks it is he's saying it looks like um that the dead dead universe universe, uh, Uh which is a pretty good phrase by the way yeah Uh, and he's like it's back but i'd like to find out what cyclonus thinks (laughs) and it is funny so we have cyclonus being like wait what and perceptor behind him is like wait what like (laughs) but i'm the (laughs) smart one i'm the the guy who gets consulted You know, Perceptor was like, mm, like jaunty walking over there. Not really again. He's not that big of a sass. But in my mind's eye, he was like prepared to be like, oh, yes, let me have a look at what you want Cyclonus's help. But of course, um, Cyclonus is the guy you would go to. He's been through this. Before. He's been in the dead universe. So, yes, of course, he's the one. Um, and he does say that he's like, you know, I was on arc one and uh then yeah he's saying if this is the den universe all of cybertron is at stake which we of course know right um and the arc Orion. is called dark cybertron yes exactly um and uh yes yeah, so we have more of orion's narration here um kind of just bringing you up to speed right he's yeah. saying hey here's more than meets the eye and here's robots in disguise yeah we're gonna hop back over so at least that's a, a nice little transition they bring up cybertron and the fact that the planet's in trouble and orion's like hmm i do have friends on cybertron so now we're cutting back to <laughs> these his pals yeah look I at these. these chumps they look good got them dinobots got that uh yeah. prowl got that bumblebee in his new body yeah yeah uh, Ironhide, RC, we got all, 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 all your favorites here. All the faves. Robots in disguise. <laughs> They're all here and more. Uh, that would have just spinning heads of like <laughs> sideswipe and jazz. I don't know. Um, and if we remember, they're like walking toward that giant sunrise that freaked out. Uh, right. Like they are out in the wilds, of course, because they got kicked out of Iacon. Um, so they're, yes, kind of like on the front line to whatever is happening with this 
this light that's shining. Um, NRC is like, hey, I know I've said this before, but it's G-axis. I can feel right. it's G-axis. And they're like, it's not G-axis. And RC is like, why will you not just accept this is yeah. definitely G-axis? She is insisting. She's like, hey, I kind of spent a little bit of time with that guy. This has his stink all over it. I'm pretty sure that it's him. Uh, we do have a moment of Pearl being shitty about the Dinobots and Ironhide kind of be like, dude, come on. Um, and, uh, yeah, but then RC is existing, and Prowl just isn't a dude who wants to listen to anybody. Prowl thinks he's got everything figured out. Shockingly, Prowl is a jerk. <laughs> even when he's not being yeah. mind-controlled. Right. Like, he doesn't even have that excuse anymore. Um, which is why, again, nobody really noticed. Nobody guessed that he was being mind-controlled, which you would think he would take to heart and maybe turn over a new fucking leaf, but apparently not. Um, apparently not. <laughs> the, the Dinobots are just like, hey, if you guys are done talking, we would like to go punch whatever that is. Yeah, they're like, let's, okay, come on, let's just go. Like, Bumblebee is like, uh, I really don't think punching something that is the sun is a good idea. <laughs> Which is a good point. Good point. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's there's light erupting in front of them. Right, because then there's an explosion. They're like, uh, oh, something's happening. Um, and Paul and they're... is like, well, I'd like to punch something too. But then there's a Titan, and I don't necessarily think anybody here should be punching the Metro Titan. Yeah, like, the best you could get is, like, a little section of his foot, and I don't think that's going to do very much. So, yeah, he's like, he, like, bursts forth from the yeah, ground. Yeah, that's, I mean, I, I like this two-page spread because it is a real good job of conveying how much bigger he is than all yes of them. the scale is very very cool i really obviously titans are huge and huge things are cool yeah. anyway but when they do it really well in these really beautiful you know picturesque ways you're like yeah that's it's good it yeah it does uh but yeah so and we have teeny little guys being like oh hey at least we all saw prowl be an idiot we got to do that <laughs> before we all get killed now uh, and then we get a page of like a lot of weird abstract discussion before we find out who's saying it. Yes. Um, just a lot of weird glimpses of stuff. Right. Uh, and he does say, I see the future. So you assume, well, and you can see in the background, you can see Shockwave's giant optics. So right. it's him essentially saying this is what he's, we can tell that this is kind of his what he's seeing as he's seeing the future he's seeing these glimpses of we have galvatron and megatron about to punch each other um or hug they could be about to or hug. that's true they're they're running to each other I, um, i've seen enough episodes of that's so raven to know just glimpses of the future don't give the full story that's true that is true um so and shockwave should keep that in mind maybe he should have brushed up a little more on earth culture we gotta get him uh, some we gotta get him some dvds yeah you know who could help with that you guys might not know this but uh thundercracker he could help there so anyway know. we have, we do have those two running at each other we have what i assume to be the dark portal there in the background some sort of portal um starscream is like disintegrating like, hey i'm turning into pieces of me yeah cup is all chained up and yeah, rodimus is not looking great yeah yeah like yeah cup looks freaky in that picture Who uh, is Rod... this guy who's flying that's alpha trion so alpha okay. trion apparently can just fly like superman now <laughs> and that's what he's doing 
So it's, it's a, he he looks like Gandalf, but he's flying. It's, it's funny to me. <laughs> he does he does resemble Gandalf quite a bit. He does have the beard and mustache kind of look going for him. And then yeah, a cape for some reason. He's been wearing that for a while. Sure. Um, it's not a bad look. No, no. He's yeah. He I mean he's got a style and he's sticking to it, and I sure. respect I re- that. Yeah, I admire it in a way. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we see we have the lost light crashing into water here at the end too. And then Optimus versus Optimus. What? And that's all we see on this page. That's a that's a Silver Age comic book cover if I ever saw one. Yeah. Uh, and then we get a real cool close up of Shockwave's optic with a bunch of fire behind it. Yep. Uh, and Wasbinator is like, Master, do you still function? And Shockwave's just like, yeah, I'm just drunk. He's he's a little drunk. He's a little verklempt. He's like, I just I've been waiting for this for so long, and it's it's finally here. I just don't know what it's it's so much. Uh, he looks good though. He looks good. And in I that love page. that Redwing is like, boss. If you're done swooning, we got this one to go. <laughs> Uh, it's true. This is, I think, the most we've ever gotten out of Shockwave. And everybody notices it. They're like, well, this is freaky. But okay, we have stuff to do. Um, uh, and I love that Waspinator is like, do not speak, Zoom, Dreadwing. Right. Like, he's like, you need to respect. And Shockwave's just like, I don't care if you respect me or not. He's nothing to me. Right. Like, that dude doesn't matter. Um, it, but I do love that Waspinator wastes no time in being like, oh, this is okay. I'm loyal to this guy now. <laughs> yeah. That's apparently like, what's up. This guy seems to be in charge of stuff. Yep, stuff. I am. I'm loyal. That's that's what I'm doing. Um, but then we have Shockwave kneeling here. Um, yeah talking to his liege and then we have the two voices from the screen screen in front of him saying it's been far too long and the other one thirsts for battle um and we could we already know who these voices belong to sure. you're like oh somebody sounds like a blowhard i wonder who that could be <laughs> good old, Just uh, old nova and galvatron yep these jerks yeah. They must have and been in that dead universe for quite some time. Quite some time. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, of course, they're just, again, blowharding around as they do. Um, and Nova saying it's time for Cybertron's golden age to begin again and for all universes to be one and to be his. Um, and yeah, they're like, yeah, yeah. that sounds good. That's what Why we're going to do. Uh, and so that is issue one of Dark Cybertron. Yeah. Um, yeah, it ends with some more of Pax's uh, narration, but eh, it's just him being flowery again. But so, yes, there you go. Dark Dawn, Dark Cybertron, chapter one. Uh, and so it does say here at the end, it's continued in Transformers More Than Meets the I-23, which uh, is issue right. two. Anyone who is reading the trade like me, we just see a page that says chapter two by a bunch of different people. Uh, and the cover is by Casey Collar. And then so we just see it says chapter two. It doesn't say More Than Meets the Eye anywhere. It's just okay. the next issue for us. Okay, gotcha. So at the beginning of mine, because I have the individual issues I'm looking at, um, yes, it has like the previous page. And then they did this fun thing in this, which hopefully they at least do somewhere in the the trades uh, where they have like the roll call. So you can kind of go through and be like, who's here? Okay, this is these are the people that we have to worry about. Um, uh, it looks like that is at the very end of the trade if you okay. jump far enough ahead, which I just did. <laughs> well... We should be good. I just I, I liked those. I remember, and yeah. I always think of like the more the mystery science theater opening when I because it is literally a robot roll call. So there you go. Um, <laughs> I, I think of it every time. But yeah, so issue two, Black of Metal, Dark. which is an amazing name. Yeah, it is. It's a good one. Great. Pun. So of course we open up on the Titan 
and these little tiny ants who are phasing him down. Right. This is, I believe, their way of saying, hope you guys were reading Robots in Disguise the whole time. <laughs> no kidding. I can't not, even imagine. I'm really confused. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I don't even know what you would do if you hadn't been reading Robots in Disguise. If you were a person who's listening to this and you were reading Only More Than Meets the Eye and got to Dark Cybertron, let us know what happened. Because um, <laughs> I know some people did, and so, like, no uh, no shade here. I'm just wondering. Um, uh, but, uh, so yeah, Bumblebee, we have Bumblebee right. They're surrounding trying to Titan. take command. He's like, let's, let's get around it and everybody be ready to shoot at it. And the Dinobots are like, uh, whatever it's doing, it's just kind of standing here. Yeah, like, well, and they're like, hey, first of all, nobody orders us around. Right. And Bumblebee's like, you know what? No, listen to me. <laughs> like, He's like, look, I am the duly appointed enforcer of Cybertron. <laughs> he does say, though, that, like, if you guys want to call yourself Autobots, do what I'm saying. That's a good uh, point. I mean, he's the boss of the Autobots. Right. He's sick of slug, slag, whatever he's called at this moment. We do have kind of a a, a quick roll call of the Dinobots on this page. but uh, And, of course, the only one we don't have is slag slash slug. And I think that right. was kind of why this is the point where they're kind of tra- transitioning his name. Um but uh basically bumblebee Bumble has had enough that. of your sass mister yeah like listen you can't keep talking back to your your stepdad like that you got to give me some respect it's, i'm trying to it's tough being a cybertronian because you get two new stepdads at the same time depending on which way you go you yes get rodimus or bumblebee neither of them are going to live up to your real dad you know it's it, tough absolutely um so uh but slug listens he's like all right you heard him and then he kind of so he he is going to okay i'll listen to you bumblebee but he's still going to kind of tell the other dinobots where to go so he's you know he'll listen but he's yeah. still kind of charge of he's like that i still have rank group. gosh darn it that's right um and so they send swoop up because of course he's their flyer and uh swoop's just like i mean he's not doing anything he's just standing here yeah <laughs> um, like i think i think it's just a titan yeah like they're uh, okay um and then Slug kind of calls them all back. Is that? Oh, no, get back there. Okay. Right. I thought he said get back here. No. Okay. So they, yeah, they're kind of, but essentially they're all flanking this right. Titan. Right. I don't know right. what they think well, they're going to do. If it does anything, we're in position like, for it. We're here, uh, guns up. But then we go back to the Lost Light and that art style from the documentary episode. Wait, you, oh, okay. Issue, I didn't episode, know if there was anything never, on really. this page. Nah. No. They're kind of just okay, saying, yeah. yep, we're surrounding it. Yep, they're all just waiting. Everybody looks good. They all look therapy. Yeah, even RC is looking pretty cool. They do wonder, like, Bumblebee brings up if this is the same Titan from before. Like, they don't know, but they are, like, yeah. It would be weird for a lot of different Titans to start showing up for normal. Right. These dudes who have never seen a Titan before have to deal with a lot of them all of a sudden. I mean, I guess the idea is you use a Titan to find a Titan, but... Right, which is what, like, the Titan Hunters were doing, and yeah, we kind of touched on that before. We may Um, get to that in the next issue we'll see oh do we uh, oh they, they right mention it. yeah they do and and luckily yes we'll talk about that in a little bit and then i can talk more about the titan hunters in particular but awesome. yes so now we hop back to the lost light yeah um and we can see gorlin prime just doing its thing in the background yep just imploding that's you know how it does and uh so they're going to brainstorms workshop here i love his line if you feel the urge to gasp and wonder don't fight it 
<laughs> Brainstorm is such a good character. Like he's so good. Really good. Uh, <laughs> so I, for some reason, I always read Brainstorm. Have did you ever see the first live action GI Joe movie they did? I did not. No. It's really bad. But Joseph, like, like, this is something no one seems to remember. Joseph Gordon-Levitt is in it as Cobra Commander, but like, oh, I—that's the, the only thing I know about it because I remember that being the weirdest fucking casting to me. It's so weird because for the whole movie, he's not even like Cobra Commander yet. Destro's the right. main guy, and then he's just like a scientist who happens to be Cobra Commander, and he has oh. this goofy, weird voice. And for some yeah. reason, that's the voice. Voice I read brainstorm. In. <laughs> so here's here's the funny thing about brainstorm is that he's like of all of them. Like obviously some of them have a little bit of a British flair to the way that, that they speak, just because that's the way James speaks. Right. So he'll I mean, give them he, kind of British idioms every now and then. But brainstorm is one who is very like full on British. <laughs> like when he is speaking, you're like, oh, okay, right, he governor. most likely has a British accent. Um, however, even knowing that, I actually hear him as new from Pacific Rim like oh, Charlie Day yeah. being just because you know a little cocky sure. a little but like still lovable and endearing because yeah like you like Brainstorm like he's not you you I, I'd want to hang out with that guy I'd be yeah. fascinated to hang out with that guy uh, out of out of anyone on the ship right now he's certainly on the list yeah yeah like he yeah and he would be very like a know-it-all so that's why i heard like when i saw pacific ram obviously i had already been reading these books and then i was like oh my god there you go <laughs> that's that's my brainstorm now that's how i'm gonna kind of hear this guy so um, he's saying look i know a lot of things about the dead universe because i make weapons that kill people real dead uh and i love things that kill people real dead and the dead universe yeah. is one of those right and he and they know that like if like the dead universe obviously kills people right. who go into it so he was studying the effects of what that was and like right. yeah trying to figure out so yes he is saying yes he studied the dead universe um and uh he was saying he's spoken to people who spent time there um and he, he, he figures out that the dead universe is, is sentient and can recognize anyone who comes into it and will try and kill it. Yes, yes. It is a hostile environment immediately. And, it's, and he it's, calls it hyper-malevolent. Right. In other words, he hasn't made up yet. <laughs> Which, again, just a uh, brainstorm. I love you. Uh, and uh, so, but they're saying, like, the dead universe, since Cybertron is in danger of being destroyed by the dead universe they have to do something they have right. to brainstorms like well you can't go in there and Optimus is like oh we're going in there yeah and he says we're gonna find the root of the problem and we're gonna tear it out and it's gonna be that easy and so then like, brainstorm's like anything you can do to help us he's like well yeah duh i'm brainstorm here's <laughs> like a bug he saying... and a repulsor from iron man yeah that's exactly <laughs> um that's uh, definitely a thing i know um but yeah he Yes, it was essentially like, you can't go, but if you're going to go, yeah, I can help you. And that's uh, where we leave off with them. Right. We'll get back to those jerks. Yeah. So now we hop back over to Cybertron. Um, 
And the, the city capital with good old Rat Trap and Starzy. Yeah, and I love that first panel because we see oh, it's yeah. we're like from the city and we can see out and way just, off in the uh, distance. Way off in the distance. There's just which like if you cover up the city, it looks like oh you're just standing like 20 feet from a bot who is you know sure a regular just size standing. Dude. No, and then yeah, but uh, with the like, city there, oh, you're no, like oh, we're no. like hundreds He's of massive. miles from a dude who's bigger yeah. than God. Uh, so big and but so yeah so starscream is, like, is yeah. yeah he's like uh you can come out of that closet i don't think this dude's gonna do anything yeah he's like you don't have to keep hiding starscream i think he's just standing there and starscream's like i'm not hiding like i what no he's been preparing he says i i love this because he's like you think i'm hiding right now you dumb <laughs> idiot and rat trap is like well you've been in the closet all day and you just called the lost light so yeah <laughs> i mean on your list of priorities that kind of makes sense yeah uh, yeah and starscream is like i've been preparing and it's not a closet it's a weapons locker yep and he comes out with his guns He's at like, the side, I'm going to kill that thing. Yeah, like, <laughs> which trap is like, well, I don't, I don't think we should kill it. <laughs> Even his face is very like squinty eyes, like, ah, uh, I don't, maybe not. <laughs> Starscream just just like smashes past him like we can see him bumping full on into him Nonsense. smacking him with his wing get the hell out of my way um he says they forget i was the greatest warrior in the history of the decepticon cause <laughs> it's funny to me it is i mean well and that's again it's starscream is one of those where sometimes that's true and he's a really great <laughs> fighter and sometimes it's not true so it's hard to know when they're when he's just talking with bravado versus if he's talking truthfully you know what i mean uh, two um, things on this page i will say that that bottom panel of starscream looks super handsome he does he looks very masculine in that panel uh and then the top panel of starscream especially from that angle you start <laughs> to realize how kind of suggestive the design of his new body is yeah that is i mean it is it is an interesting <laughs> choice it's, uh yeah i mean that that sure does seem to be i, I mean, mean but then it's also just kind of weird like he just kind of looks like like a butterfly's body where it just kind of like you know what yeah. i mean whereas like, like the central thing that everything kind of spans off of yeah whereas you know if we're gonna people who know like generation one megatron where the trigger was literally on his right. crotch like that was like you know so at least it's not to that level but it is a, an interesting choice i mean yeah I, i'm just gonna <laughs> say it like in that shot it even sort of looks like he has testicles so <laughs> I guess I hadn't looked at it that way, but I, I, I maybe maybe I'm just a weird person. But maybe it just takes testicles to find testicles. It could be. Who knows? <laughs> uh, but Rat Bat is like trap. Uh, yes, shoot, darn! I knew I would That's make that right. mistake at one point. Uh, he's like, hey, I think uh, we should go find that old friend of yours. But we cut to Swerve's bar. And That's right. I gotta say, I really, really love this banner that says but, "Welcome yes. aboard, Thunder Clash," and then that cut out and then it says uh, optimus and then that slashed out and it says orion facts <laughs> it is just so funny i really wish it was like handwritten like i think that's the only thing that could have made it funnier because even you can see optimus isn't even fully written yeah. like they started writing it and somebody was like that's not his name anymore and they were like oh I, shit you're no, right i want to imagine optimus walked in and saw him writing it and they're like please call me orion <laughs> the fact probably... that i used to be a prime is totally <laughs> irrelevant i'm sorry everybody listening to this who's like oh my god if they bring it up <laughs> one more time 
I'm sorry. It's probably going to happen a few more times. Uh, and um, I will say in the background there is Rung and uh, Swerve and uh, Chrome, Dome. Chrome Dome. And they are yeah. super teeny and cute. Yeah, they are. Like, they're, you can see them all looking. Like, they're all just, of them are facing towards. They're just towards. barely rendered, but it's very cute. Yeah. Um. So we have Rod and Pax sitting here drinking. They invite Ultramagnus to come sit with them. Um. And of is, course, they're talking about the portal is, and... Is Optimus just eating a hunk of metal? It, oh, no. I think that's supposed to be his faceplate. Oh. Oh! Okay, that makes a lot more sense now. Yeah, right. so he, he's got... Which is something we rarely see. Optimus's uh, mouth and nose are... You can see them. He looks very wise. <laughs> that's a very nice thing to say. Um, so, yes... Uh, Magnus kind of brings news of the you know the dead universe portal and so he's saying like the portal will stay open for at least another hour but um so so we know now that there's like a window of time that they have to of which they have to be mindful and Magnus is saying, like can't we go somewhere private um and Rod's like nah like we're <laughs> waiting for brainstorm and uh I'd rather be down here with my men than be shut up away from everybody and Magnus uh, even says like I guess that makes sense because then they know we're not panicking and, and right swerve is like hey uh I'm taking right. pictures because <laughs> it is I have like I don't know why it's so funny to me but like when people will like sharply like bark somebody's name like you just are suddenly mad at somebody because <laughs> he's just talking he's like well they'll say we're not panicking which is swerve and like <laughs> because it's suddenly just this bold like italicized shout of swerve um, and then, yeah, they all look up and sort of standing there with a camera. I don't know. <laughs> like, if what did I do? And Rod's he's like, like well, I taking didn't... pictures. And he's like, Optimus Prime, Rodimus, and Ultra Magnus <laughs> at a table in my bar. Yeah, I'm taking pictures. <laughs> like, you bet your ass I'm taking pictures, Rod. Jeez. Um, so then we kind of get his angle on it in this next panel, which is just, yeah, they turn the table so you can see it from, sure. like, the way they're all kind of sitting with each other. All of them downcast. All of them looking down. Pretty None grim. of them. Yes, it's a very, especially even, like, this art style. It's, yeah, it's very a lot of blacks, like, heavy on the shaded and, and, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. A lot of and, uh, Yes. And so, yeah, Rod brings up, like... It's, you know, the, like, and I yeah. really love, wait, what'd you say? Oh, I just, it, I, I was going to say pretty much what you're saying is that it's a very poetic way of them saying, like, I feel really nervous. Do you guys feel really nervous? Yeah. And he specifically says back the neck, tips of the fingers, that feeling you get when things are going to, you know, and the reason I like that, the way he says it so much is because um, it comes up again in right. just a moment and i love when it comes up again but uh so they're kind of comparing how they how they feel this kind of foreboding um like oh well i feel it right in fuel pump, feel and... the fuel pump uh and you know everybody's got to be feeling it we're all just hiding it because we're autobots and we've been in war and that's what we do yeah and rod says yeah no you're right but we're the ones in charge we're the ones who has to have who feel it even more because we're supposed to fix everything um he's saying it rests with them right. and, and i love this he says yeah. them high command you you two me bumblebee and prime says and prowl and they all stop and look at each other and i love that yeah and like, like it's just the silent panel yeah him too yeah oh it's so good i really uh yeah and when you've known these bots is... so long and you're just like and you have such ideas set about them that writing and like this reaction to prowl is so it feels very right it feels 
Yes, very. So let me ask you, as someone who does understand the relationships between them, like, I don't know how most of these guys feel about Prowl because I've never seen them interact with him in any meaningful capacity. So what what are they feeling here? That is true. So what I take away from this, and like most things, Prowl depends on your continuity. So if people are reading these books and the only other thing they know is, say, uh, Transformers Animated, which is my original TFA, which still throws me off when people talk about Star Wars <laughs> and they'll say TFA, I'm like, what? We're ta- oh, okay. No, I mean, still good. Yes, I would sure. happily talk about either one. Um, but so in there, he's not the same as he is in like Generation 1. In Generation 1, he's not the same, even as he is in like these. So in these books, he's just... He is, I mean, he's essentially what we've been seeing of him. He is, you know, this logical kind of calculating, um, he's not bad, but he isn't he's necessarily very hard edged. Yes. Like he's not a very emotional person. Um, but, and he, I think it's this way in these comics. Um, he was always Optimus the second. So. Mm. He, you know what I mean? He's always right there. So all of these guys have worked very closely with him. Um, Rod to, you know, a capacity, but Magnus and Optimus absolutely have. Um, so I think it's just they have this weird kind of feeling because he has kind of been, you know, he's... He was a major player for so long. Right. And it's almost like there's now like this distance. And I like, I think I like that panel so much because you know that everybody's feeling it. It's not just the bots on Cybertron, which means this is something that has started a while ago. Hmm. Um, at least that's how I'm reading it and why I... I like it so much. Because in my, you know, the way I see Prowl is that he is this, it, he, he's difficult to have close relationships and he he's not even good at it himself. He would not... It's not that he doesn't want to, but he's just not good at it. Like, he's logical before he's emotional. And he's trying to do... He's trying to do the best he can for everybody by his means. And he's an like a the ends justify the means kind of person. So other people... Optimus Prime is not a person like that. You know what I mean? He is not a person who's going to sacrifice people... Right. If it I mean, means he he is results oriented, but he's he's a, a he's everybody of. every time kind of guy. Yes. So I think that's just um, I don't know. Yeah. It's 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 hard to say exactly, but hopefully that you know that explains sure. a I, little I, bit. Yeah, I get that. I did not know that Prowl ranked that high. I guess. Oh yes, Prowl is very 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 high ranked, which is why yeah, which is you know even why Optimus would bring him up when they're listing off people to whom Autobots are used to looking to to uh, you know what i mean sure no, I, I get uh, <laughs> grammar so magnus kind of brings up the idea of so what do you think about what happened back on cybertron what would we have done uh and Raja says something we would have done something yeah like and that's the thing because rodimus says something and then yeah. magnus just says we'd have done something and it is it's like this weird bizarre kind of moment and i think this whole page i just like it so much because you're not used to seeing first of all the three of these guys together um and even rodimus and magnus who are together and have been this whole time we never see this right side i of mean them. in in the comics the things that we really like are the moments where everybody just sits around talking and right. because of the nature of storytelling and stuff and the nature of the industry of comics we can't really get a ton of reflection the action has to keep moving so getting yeah. this these couple pages of like 
these three huge players sitting back and right. talking about everything that's happening, especially events that happen in the other book, which we, we've never seen them address. Uh, right. Super yeah. Super rare and super nice to read. Yeah. Um, like it gives you insight to these characters that then just adds to how you feel about them when they are then going off and being action packed. And yeah, right. which is going to happen very soon. <laughs> yeah. We'll get to that. Don't worry, everybody. Yeah. Um, and so, but yes, they both, Rodimus and Magnus String, yeah, we'd have done something. And again, it's this weird, it's, it's kind of a, I don't know, it's a bizarre page to me, but I love it, like a good bizarre. Um, and then Pax is saying, that's the thing, though. Starscream didn't take over. He was elected. They want him there. And Rod says, how do you feel about that? And he takes a huge drink. Right, he finishes his does. drink. And then he just says he's not happy because, as we all know, <laughs> they didn't want him so much that he voluntarily left. Yeah. So the fact that, like... Like, the whole Orion... kickoff for this entire series is yes. them saying, hey, Orion, please leave the planet forever. Yeah, like, there will be civil unrest forever unless you leave um, or die or... Pride. Oh, hell yeah. So, like, to think, and of all people, like, he got essentially chased off of the planet, and now Starscream was chosen to be the leader right. by the same people who wanted him gone. Oh, man. To, That's heavy. It's, it's not even that he was, like, kicked out. It's that they don't want Optimus, and they want right. Starscream. And that's got to right. be the most... When you... Yeah. Yeah. When you're Optimus Prime, oof. That's, <laughs> that is not what you are used to getting from other Cybertronians. And Rod brings up the idea, do you think Megatron had anything to do with this? Because he's back, right? <laughs> right. They're all kind of like, I don't... Um, yeah. Um, we heard something about him. Right. And they're like, it, it feels schemy. Yeah, the whole like, Orland Prime all thing All of these does. things going on definitely feels like it has someone behind it. And the someone's always Megatron. Little do you <laughs> know, there's a different guy who does that kind of same stuff. Right. Well, and this is then where... It, they bring up that line again, and the reason why right. I love it so much, because then Optimus, or Orion Pack says, he repeats what Rod said earlier, the back of the neck, tip of the fingers, the edge of my spark, that's him, it's always him, which is really romantically written, like... Yay! <laughs> right, like, it sounds... It, yeah, that's absolutely, like... Like, if that is taken out of context... Yeah, it, absolutely. It sounds romantic. Edge of my spark is... That's, yeah. I mean, that's saying, like, <laughs> Megatron will always be in my heart. Right, and you know that there is, like, there's this obsession between absolutely, Optimus yeah. and Megatron with the other person. Both and of them I, are consumed with each other. Uh, yes, completely, completely. So I really loved that, that, him taking that, what Rod was saying to be what makes, like, the feeling that he gets when he's nervous... Orion is like, yeah, I, that's, every time I feel that, it's feeling about Megatron. It's Megatron. Yep. I love it. It's so good. It's very poetic. So, very, yeah. Uh, and so now Brainstorm is like, hey, everything's set. Uh, and there's a really good line Rod has where he's like, I'm struggling to be impressed with this. <laughs> right. They all just have little things on their hands. They're all looking at their hands. He's like, I, I don't. It. Brainstorm's like, hey, I did this in an hour. Are <laughs> you back off? Right. He's like, if you want armor, tell me six months ago. But you <laughs> yeah. know what? You're lucky you have this. I do think that's like, what a jerky thing for Rod to do. Like, <laughs> hey, Brainstorm, we're about to go into place that's literally going to murder us as soon as we walk in the door. Will you keep us safe? And then he's like, all right. And then they get it. And they're like, this isn't very cute. I don't know. It reminds Can't me. Can't the stress of, be prettier? It reminds me of like my one of my favorite scenes from Skyfall, which is where James Bond meets Q for the first time. 
him. Uh huh. He's like, oh, a gun and a radio. It's not Christmas, huh? <laughs> it's just a funny <laughs> there, little yeah, line. There you uh, go. I always like when secret agents are dealing with their tech people. <laughs> it's a nice little you. Yeah, you do get some some good back and forth. So, and of course, when you have a sassafras over here, like well, yeah, no, brainstorm. No. Uh, <laughs> Optimus deduces, oh, it's a force field generator, and he's like, yep. So that crazy bug guy has a venom in it that will make the dead universe think that you belong in the dead universe. Yes, yes. And so these force fields are gonna put that venom inside you. Yeah, it's essentially just gonna give off the impression to the rest of the dead universe, like, hey, they're just they're cyber race. They're supposed to right. be here. Yeah. Yeah, we're just dudes, you know us. Yeah, and uh, so then Rod is saying he's going to go recruit people to come with them. Mm -hmm. um, and Cyclonus, we see him saying, yes, of course he'll come. And Rod says, you hesitated. And then he just confirms, yes, I said I would come. And then we have Hardhead being a dick again. Um, uh, and I, uh, just, I fully expect Whirl back there to just stab him through the back of the chest. Well, and that's the interesting thing, because we do have that, that top panel with these three, mm. or this group of bots. We have Cyclonus, Hardhead's right behind him. Whirl's right behind Hardhead. And then in the next one, when Hardhead says, hands up if you're a coward, right, Cyclonus? Whirl's suddenly looking at him. Uh, like, he's looking he away. Nobody gives Cyclonus shit but me. <laughs> right like it is a little bit like that well and of course he's been in this position before where like of course no who can forget like the way cyclonus <laughs> and world met right. was very like Aggressive there was yes the world was immediately like oh hey you saw some stuff i'm going to kill you and cyclonus afterwards was like hey you threatened my life i'm going to kill you promise I love this page because world is chanting fight 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 <laughs> He's like, and he's like, like, oh, Ooh. you done did it now, you dummy. You don't talk it's to Cyclonus whole, like, like that. He's got his arms in the air like, oh, snap. He's got you his optic closed. I've never seen that before. <laughs> he does. It's all squinted. There's just a little, <laughs> like, sliver of light and just shouting, fight, fight. And then, yeah, Cyclonus like, we're not, and no one's fighting. And then he's slowly, oh, fight. And like, all right. <laughs> it's like, why don't you promise to kill him like you did with me? Yeah, he's like, bare minimum, you should do that. <laughs> threaten to kill him when he least expect it because of Ken. He's like, hey, remember? That's like our thing. <laughs> Nostalgia. <laughs> Call back. <laughs> we do that. We're just those kinds of people, Whirl says, putting an arm around Cyclonus. Uh, and so they're they're right on the edge of the portal now. Uh, yeah. Optimus is saying goodbye to Garnack and Wheelie, uh, which is pretty cute. I like those yeah. dudes. Yeah. Garnack like, hey. looks awesome by this artist. He, he's just huge. He kind of yeah. reminds me of like a Warcraft orc. Like yeah. he's just massive and yeah um but yeah he's saying bye to them he's like okay boys be good and they're like yeah and then wheelie says some sort of rhyme and uh chrome dome then is like you're not going with them brainstorm and brainstorm says nah he can't he's allergic to hostile environments which <laughs> is one an of inventor not a fighter he's like yeah uh back off chrome dome um and uh so then we have the they're all about to leave and rod's like uh hang on give me a second um and he approaches magnus and um right. Magnus isn't used to being in charge. <laughs> Magnus is literally the person who's not like asking to be leader anytime soon. Right. And he does say, I'm not a leader, Rodimus. He's like, I he don't, hasn't I got don't whatever do this it is. ever. Which is, I like that a lot. I like that they've added that because that when he was first introduced in the movie in 86, that was his whole, he's like, I'm I'm not. Like when Optimus tries to give him essentially control of the Autobots, Magnus is like, please don't. <laughs> I don't want that. Um, and the Matrix knows it. And that's the right. whole point. Anyway, um, 
So, but Rod tells him then, like, when Magnus says he doesn't have whatever leaders have, he doesn't have it. And Rod says, do you know what I have? And he shows him his other hand. Right, the one that doesn't says, have a force field generator in it. Right. And then he says, he's got that and the other, okay? And then he says, so don't tell me that you can't do my job, because you can. Better than me, probably. Which, they, so, yeah, something's in his hand. Uh, um, I and, uh, bet we find out. You will. You will find out. Um, and then, so yeah, they're saying that whatever, we're okay, we're going to go and we're going to find Jaxus and um, whatever. Uh, he's explaining what they're about to do. Lockdown and he's saying, yeah. look, I'm about to jump into a dumb thing that nobody knows and you're going to chase down a war criminal. This is what we do yeah. best. Like that's just, yeah, we're totally good. This I is where that. we, yeah, yes, it is. It's very good. It's great writing for Rod. God, it's, yeah, it's good. I like it. It, it gives Rod some agency and I appreciate that because obviously... It, it, he is next to Ultra Magnus and Optimus Prime, who are, you know, they've been in charge forever. So I like him being like, hey, it's all right. This is what we do. Keep it cool, baby. Um, <laughs> so then we jump back over to Cybertron. Right. And uh, we see this guy again. Good old Scoot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Starscream is like, all right, Rat Trap, come on, we're going to go to the prison and go see Scoop. And, and of course, Scoop Jazz is the guy who was like, oh, yeah, Starscream, <laughs> you're totally great. Uh, and yeah, he's like fixing um, stuff around Cybertron. And Starscream yeah. is like, I don't like that people like Scoop so much. I'm going to get him thrown in jail. Yep, he did. So they planted a bomb on him, right? Yeah, yeah, they, or, right, like, they planted whatever on him to make it look like he was causing the damage that then he was fixing Six, right. and getting so much, ad, you know, like, so much credit and so much gratitude for, you know, doing so many nice things around Cybertron. And then they were like, oh, but he's been doing it himself. And, of course, he hadn't been. Right. Um, but that's why he's in jail now. Uh, and jazz is serving as like an impromptu warden yeah and he and of course jazz we and i like that we kind of hear from jazz here because we haven't for a long time we don't really know where he stands but we do know obviously he did not go with the other autobots which i remember when i was first reading these i was like whoa that's huge like jazz choosing not to stay right. an autobot is insane um but it's cool i like it so we are hearing from him where he's like listen i want to stay here because I'm here for Cybertron and I'm here for my other Cybertronians. I still don't like you is essentially what he's saying to Starscream. Like, I don't trust you. If you hurt this guy, we're going to have a problem. Uh, and he's, he's like, you're a, you're a gambler who cheated and got lucky. And Starscream just gives him the most side eye look ever. <laughs> he's just like, oh, yeah, thanks. I um, love that face right there. <laughs> it's good. He's got like his downturned mouth and everything. Um and uh, so then, then he turns to Scoop. He's like, do you hear this shit? I got to put up with this all the time. Um, <laughs> he's got the thumb going and everything. And uh, yeah, what a mook. <laughs> he says to Scoop, at least you believed in me. And Scoop is still here saying, you don't understand. You're still not getting it. I still believe in you. Like, you're using past tense. It's still right. happening. Because Scoop sees him as like the embodiment of this prophecy and everything. Right. Like, like Scoop it's a religious is hard... thing for Scoop. Yes, it's very faith based. Um, and he's talking about here that then um, he and Starscream even says, you're right. I don't understand you. And Scoop says that's because you don't believe anything. Um, like he doesn't understand how Scoop could still believe in him. And then Scoop says, right, because you believe in nothing. Um, and Scoop knows. And he's very kind of like he's very he's not smug, but he's sm smiley a lot in this uh, back and forth. And uh, he's saying the Titans back, isn't it? 
So, like, he does know something's going on. And then Starscream's like, oh, I like, thought Jazz told you. I love that Starscream's like, a Titan's back. Not the okay, Titan. Like, well, I don't know what Titan it is, but there is a Titan out there, yes. Um, and Scoop's like, well, don't you want to know how I know? And Starscream's like, well, I just figured Jazz told you. Um, and Scoop is saying, he, you know, he's done a little research uh, when he, you know, because he believes Starscream is the chosen one. And, uh... And he, he's, he's right. He's talking about this prophecy. Yeah, and... like he, the Covenant of Primes, yes. which is kind of like a play off the Covenant of Primus. Um, but since not everybody believes in Primus, I think that's kind of why they changed that name. Sure. Um, because uh, obviously the Primes existed and everybody knows it. And I love the like over the course of these couple pages, Starscream repeatedly is like, "Oh my God, I don't care. Shut up." <laughs> Like Scoop, I just oh. he's like, he's, no, there's a prophecy I got to tell you about. He's like, shut up, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, Starscream is very like all these panels. His face is very like sneering, like Jesus, <laughs> like, just walking stop talking. away at one point. It's true, and Scoop just wants to share the good word with him. Um, <laughs> and he's he's reading him things that are are relevant because he says, yes, there is a false prophet, a leader who will unmake everything, and he shall arrive with a Titan, and the Titan will be adorned. In metal black and he shall arrive and stand alone while not alone and time will rust and stars shall scream and the symbol of the uncreator shall be clear and it's very obviously the optic of shockwave yes it is clearly just shockwaves non-face yes that is the symbol of the uncreator um which I, yeah i do i like all of that and i like that scoop is very insistent he's like no this is important and he brings up a very good point he's like you are unbelievable a titan tells you you are the chosen one <laughs> Yeah. And you would benefit most from all of this and you still do not care. And Starscream's like, yes, exactly. I still do not care. <laughs> I don't believe in the prophecy. I'm just going to, you know, take what I can get from it. He's like, I'm but busy then, with other stuff. Yeah, like, I gotta go buy a new hat. I don't have time for this. Um, But when he says stars shall scream, of course, that gets his attention. And then right. when he shows him the symbol of the uncreator, it's, it, it yeah. then cuts immediately to the uncreator. Good old shockweave. <laughs> and his gaze shall un unravel the legacy of primus that's and the he's, last he's talking to his two dads they're all dads yeah. everybody's just a, a dad I, it's just a lot a of dad talk of in this episode yeah <laughs> um so uh, sh yeah shockwave is like oh I, you you guys are back together i i thought things had not worked out so well between the two of you and they're like eh yeah <laughs> Like, ah, we just set our differences aside. We when got you're stuck bored. with Yeah, you're stuck with somebody to six million years. You gotta learn to love him. We're the only ones out here. What did you want from us? <laughs> of course, we are married to each other now. Um, <laughs> they're like, all right, but enough talk. Open the portal and uh, let's go take over my empire. And he's like, and, right, uh, portal. Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> like, we that's not possible just yet. And then to undo everything they just said about getting along so well nova prime goes are you fucking kidding me and he shoves for no reason galvatron off to the side <laughs> i love it and he's like do not touch me warrior oh which is so like mm, that dude nova prime you son of a bitch you haven't changed at all have you of course not so yeah like the even the fact that he calls galvatron warrior after there's yeah no we we have this understanding between us and it's all great. And then it's like, no, he still thinks you're a peasant compared to him. I love um, that Galvatron looks so genuinely upset by it. He does, because you can because he's saying Lord Nova calm and nope, and he's not gonna calm down. So it's almost that moment like, honey, it's okay. And honey, <laughs> no. Honey shoves you back and yeah. is like, Don't touch me. 
dirt uh, and so star shockwave <laughs> not starscream what am i saying uh he's like well okay so all of this stuff is happening don't worry but the space bridge at the heart of the titan vanished when it created this link between our two worlds and nova prime's like oh so i can watch all of this happen what the, what, what the fuck uh, yeah he's like oh yeah we can just watch you be terrible at this great thanks for that and and shockwave is like okay have i ever not done anything right because i'm gonna do this right he's like yeah haven't you guys met me um and then rodimus is like hey optimus are we gonna do this right and he's like uh (laughs) we'll find out yeah he uh which you know optimus you know how sorry or ryan pax that does and yeah please Optimus is Please, just too Rod. much. <laughs> um, so they, yes, they are landing though in the dead universe. It's very pretty. It's like right. I like all the colors. It's um, I, I like that Optimus is like I don't know what I was expecting, but this wasn't it. Uh, and they're saying like, oh, and Hardhead has been here before too. Um, he's been to the dead universe as okay. well. So he's like, this isn't the way it was before. So that's why when he's saying everything's breaking up. Um, and so, yes, it wasn't like this before, but all of these shards that we can see all around them are all breaking up and they're moving to one. They're all being pulled in right, the same like direction. Central point of light. And yes. also Cyclonus is missing. Uh, yeah, Cyclonus isn't here with them. And Rod's like, oh shit, space leeches. <laughs> And there are these huge, they're really creepy looking, like huge bugs of some kind. They're yeah, creepy. They almost look like crustaceans. Dudes. Yeah. 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 yeah I can see a crustacean thing. Yeah. Um, and so they're essentially saying, oh, hey, these things look familiar. And uh, Pax is like, uh, some species eat their young, and these things are probably <laughs> the adults of the baby venom we essentially right. have protecting us. So they think Cyber we're race. babies. And they're going to eat us now. Uh, and so that's not good. And so Pax yeah. is like, shoot them in the tummies because they got weak tummies. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and a head first. I, I oh, really God. like this panel of Pax where it's just blood flying in his face and it just says plotch. Plotch. And it's just him squinting like a hard ass. <laughs> um Uh, and yeah rod says hey there are too many we can't fight all these guys and then all of a sudden they turn and leave just as somebody shows up yeah i know that guy uh yeah also he's puking black energon which is yeah so you do have to wonder what's up with cyclonus that as soon as he showed up those things were like oh snap we got to get out of here and then he starts puking yeah like a and there's a lot of reasons that might be the case was he he was here before of course he was missing just now he's cyclonus and maybe he's just generally scary Uh, yes (laughs) any and all of them could be you know part of what's going on here and rod starts reaching towards him he's saying that's you're like barfing up black energon and he reaches for him and cyclonus snaps at him not to touch him uh which seems very out of character um he's very pretty in that panel though um and uh so they're just kind of like okay what do we what do we do now um and so of course they're like we should follow the the debris like it's all going to a central point um that could be it and they're like yeah let's go let's go do that right uh and so they then we get to Bramblebee. well and before we do that because uh, i sure. figured this might be a little confusing they're like okay everybody let's let's go let's move and we see so yes we can see cyclonus is flying and the three of them are driving away and then there's another person who's not with their crew he's kind of touching the stuff right. that he's, cyclonus he's just wiping his up. finger through this black ichor that 
just yes. vomited everywhere. Right, which may oh, why are you doing that? And yeah, he just says curious. And this is I don't know if it's a big deal that like I mean, yeah, it's his name is Nightbeat. That's who this person is. Okay. Uh, I don't know him. Uh, I don't yeah, know. right. So I feel like yeah, it's not a huge deal, but that's his name. There you go. Um uh, and then we jump back. Right. Now we're on Cybertron again. Yes. Um, and so it's, of course, all these bing bongs standing around. They're like, we can't <laughs> just wait here. Like, are, what are we, what are we doing? Um, and Bumblebee says, we can't act without knowing what's happening. And Prowl's like, yeah, we can, because that's what got us here in the first place, um, is yeah. waiting. He's like, why couldn't we act without knowing what's happening? Prime does that all the time. Yeah. And he does, and he brings up, he's like, when you were in charge of Cybertron, you were paralyzed. Like, you wouldn't make any moves, and now we don't have the city, and Starscream's in charge. So these two are kind of, like, having their, you know, their kind of venting. And he's like, if you don't act, someone else will. And then he does, and it's Soundwave. Hey, he's got his his kitty with him. He's got Needle Nose. He's got a Blitzwing, or it's part of me, Astro Train. And there's Skywarp up there. Yeah, Yeah. you know these guys. I like these dudes. They're like, yep, let's mess up these Autobots. And that's Uh, the end of issue two. And now we are on to this is Robots in Disguise 23. Yes. But for any of us humbler bundlers or anyone who's just reading the trade, it's just chapter three. Yeah. And we see Shockwave looking all dramatic. Oh, do you? Not Shockwave. Starscream. Damn it. Why don't I? Yes. Starscream is who we see. You don't see? Dramatic. Nope. We see Starscream. You don't see Metalhawk? I mean, he's on the first page, but I'm looking at the cover right here. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I didn't know that you guys had the covers between them. Okay. Uh, Yeah. That was my bad. No, yeah. Uh, We do see Metalhawk on Cybertron laying with the shroud still over him. Yes. Uh, still dead. Still dead. Uh, and uh, Starscream talking to him again. Doing his soliloquy as he tends to do anytime he sees a metal hot corpse. Yeah, he does keep talking to his not great friends. I mean, he wasn't a great friend to Metal Hawk. And I guess they both could have been better to each other. Um, but yeah, keeps talking to him. He's like, Dear um, Diary, I got everything I wanted, but I'm still not happy. <laughs> What is this? What can I do to get more? Um, But yeah, he's essentially just saying things we already know. Like, well, you know, we don't have Autobots and Decepticons and Iacon anymore. And, uh, you know, and that's I'm the leader. And he, yeah. um, Careful what you wish for. Am I right? Oh, wait, you're dead. (laughs) Like, man, nobody told me it would be like this. (laughs) But then he's like telling about how the Titan came back. And um, like the ones that are supposed to be doing what he says. um. Right. They want him to do something about it. Like, they expect so he's their like, president to do work. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so it's essentially him just kind of, like, getting out his ideas by talking to the corpse of his past friend. And, uh, uh yeah, he's saying, well, I know you would tell me I should be leading, I guess. And, uh, you were, you were always right, so I guess I'll go do that. Oh, P.S., sorry I killed you. Uh, and then in the corner, we see a little rat there. There's a little rodent listening in to all this. Mm. Not a surprise to anybody. <laughs> and now we go just right. outside of there. Out in the streets and, of Cybertron. Yeah. We can tell 
At least I don't think Andrew was drawing this because Andrew would. I feel like if Andrew was drawing this, we would have a little trash can. A little trash can, maybe a slugapede. Mm hmm. And yeah, I don't see Andrew's name on here. So um, I believe this is James Ray's artwork. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. But we'll anyway, yeah. So we have a lot of bots here. Sadly, no trash cans. Um, but they are all just like saying, hey, you're our leader. Do something. Save us. Yeah. We're scared. Please help us. <laughs> And Starscream's like, it's fine. Like, I'm just, I'm just going to go talk to him. chill. We're going to be. Yeah, like. I'm the I'm, cool guy. I'm just going to go figure it out. I'm just going to reason with this Titan who just showed up. It'll be fine. <laughs> and Rat Trap's like, should you be going by yourself? And Starscream's like, well, I mean, I don't even want to go. Which, uh, who hasn't been here? Like, if you have to go to, a, like, a freaking party and you don't want to go. Oh, yeah. And your friend's like, I mean, do you want me to come with you? You're like, ugh, I don't even want to go to start with. But, yeah. Uh it's fine i'll just go um and rat trap says he's worried about him and that's kind of sweet um and i i like that starscream is like well what you really mean is that if right. i'm gone then you have no power ever again and yeah. rat trap's like well hey come on and starscream's like no trust me i get it i've been there <laughs> like i i totally understand how do you think i got to where i am and then they go and see the exact reason that he knows what rat trap is up to because he's like look at this guy see this chump he's the one i was playing the same game you were with me i played it with this guy forever um and now of course i got Megatron. him in a wheeljack bubble that's right um and I yeah, just, I just had to get his name in this episode. I appreciate and adore you for it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we have Megatron still suspended because Wheeljack is a brilliant, beautiful genius. Right. And um, yeah, he's in Starscream even says, you remind me of a little Decepticon that used to feel that way about old Megatron here, which I like that Starscream calls himself a little Decepticon. I think <laughs> it's funny. It's cute. He is smaller than others. Um, and uh, so, and he's kind of giving him tips like, well, you know, if you're going to try to take me out, at least plan. Like, Right. He's like, at least do it doing. in a way I can respect. Yeah. Like, hey, I know what you're up to. Just don't let me down, okay? Uh, <laughs> and then he's like, all right, I'm going to go talk to that guy. I love the rat traps. Like, good luck, boss. Yeah. And he's like, eh, thanks. I don't need it. So now we have, of course, this battle. Right. Uh, and people are all tearing each other up. They're just running at each other like the geniuses everybody here is. Like, really, <laughs> morons? You have a giant titan in front of you. Didn't Let's you guys fight get enough giant. of this over the past four million years? <laughs> no wonder Starscream kicked you out. You guys were making a mess of everything. And RC's like, hey, wouldn't it be great if Prime was here? And Prime was like, oh my god, shut up. <laughs> um, and she's like, all right, fine, I know. Nobody wants to hear me say that. Uh, Ironhide does call them creepos. He calls the Decepticons creepos, which I think is funny and very like Pretty a line good. you would hear in the original 80s show. <laughs> um, and they're like, I don't know what they want, but kill yeah, them. I mean, they're literally just fighting and neither of them really know right. why. Nobody knows why. They're just like, attack, do it. That's what we do. Uh, and Bumblebee is even shouting like, hey, Soundwave, that's the name of the show. Uh, he's like, why are you doing this? And he's like, you dumb idiot. Uh, you guys have always just stood between the Decepticons and the Salvation of Cybertron. And here's Ravage slashing up RC. Uh, and they're like, oh, we're too late because Starscream is going to talk to the Titan. Yep. And they're like, oh, damn it. We really hoped to get this all over with before this inevitably happened. Um, so then, but like, and I like this transition because it shows Starscream approaching the Titan and then yeah. it cuts back to Scoop 
with his little readouts that he has in his prophecies. And um, it's showing the essentially the exact same thing, a star kind of thing coming towards the Titan. And uh, he's explaining it now to Rat Trap, we see, is asking him about the prophecy. Yeah, and he's saying, oh, a comet. They call those fallen stars. And that's obviously Starscream falling. Is the right, right. Uh, and so I like that he says, well, I thought all this stuff was just a conspiracy theory. Like they say Optimus Prime blew up the Taraxxus refinery and then Ultra Magnus just a little guy in armor. <laughs> what a kooky thing. What a kooky little thing to say about people. I do like that little little nod there to old Minimus um, and those who came before him. And uh, Can I yeah. ask what the Taraxxus refinery thing is about? If it's something that I should know, it is not coming to mind. Fair enough. I'm uh, guess, yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I'm sure we will have people tweeting at us about it. Yeah, yeah. If it's Please. something I'm missing and just not thinking of, uh, yeah, go uh, ahead and let us know. And so Rat Trap is saying like, hey, if you're locked up here, how does everyone out there know about this prophecy? Uh, and he's like, well, maybe one of the guards recognizes the truth. Uh, and he's saying, look, we have to stop Starscream. You have to believe me. And Rat Trap's like, I don't have to do shit. Yeah, which is, yeah, that's, he's, obviously he's playing some game here. Yeah, he's got clearly. that wry, scheming smile that is so common to Transformers. He does. Well, and especially that that little panel there with his mouth just because it's very beast wars it's very you know it's like yeah. they pulled it right out of the show i'm like yeah i've seen that that smirk that <laughs> buck smirk before um but then we go to the lost light well and he does say rat trap says the end of the world would win make one heck of a last move which of course starscream just told him don't make your first move until you know your last move so right. clearly this is rat trap essentially suggesting boy. he's about to make his first move yeah um so, yes, now we jump back to those good old boys over on the Lost Light, which, uh, of course, is now being helmed by Ultra well, Magnus. Yeah, the tiny guy in armor. Yeah. <laughs> and they're saying, hey, we have Jaxus's flight signature. We're going to go follow him. Clown and uh, 60 seconds. That's right. And uh, <laughs> I love it. Ratchet's like, you should sit in the captain's chair. And Magnus is like, I'm going to stand. And he's <laughs> like, well, I mean, the captain has to sit somewhere. And he's like, I'm going to stand. <laughs> right. Ratchet, stop. Um, and Magnus is suddenly like, wait a minute, the ship moved. And Ratchet just says, um, because of course the ship moved. They're a spaceship and they're <laughs> moving. And he's like, no, no, no. I mean, it changed course. Um. And so clearly the mainframe is about to put them on course to G-axis and uh, Magnus is saying, but somehow we're being pulled in a different direction. And uh, they don't know why that is, obviously. Right. I mean, in mainframe shut the engines off and they're still moving. Uh, and so Brainstorm is like, hey, uh, guess what, you dumb idiots? Get down here immediately because some stuff is going crazy. And yeah. Magnus is like, look, the ship isn't moving or it's moving in a direction we don't like. This is very important. We're busy. And Brainstorm is like, do you idiots think I would call you if this wasn't related to that? Uh, and get getaway down here too like yeah both of you come down here um and getaways trying to make some small talk here just be like hey so about leadership you're <laughs> I, a leader he's like well then leadership leading being a leader what's that like <laughs> magnus says meh which of course <laughs> is amazing and a very human thing to say because getaways like what um and magnus says a human friend of his used to say it a lot which of course would be verity um 
and even getaway is like what what does it mean and he's like i it just means meh like so yeah it's just like this cute kind of back and forth between magnus and getaway um and we can kind of see again a little more of those because magnus is very you know like stringent and rigid rigid yeah and it's little moments like this and the fact that yeah he's gonna let slip a meh and uh just like i don't know uh, trying to loosen up yeah he's 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 either loosening up or he's over it (laughs) well and even at the end of the page he says rung says that if i relax myself and pose bad on idioms metaphors and slang (laughs) it'll help soften my image uh, but there are th- there's these really great like flyers so many good posted. yeah like uh, I think my favorite is the one that says your badge wear it straight wear it proud <laughs> it is it's like a big bulletin board essentially that they're yeah. walking down this hall and they have like votes and like yeah a, an ad for swerves um get a checkup you know check for cybercrosis it's the silent and the hidden killer um and There's uh an ad yeah for bar right and oil reserve reserve or reservoir tours apparently i don't know why i can't speak all of a sudden um there's a debating society with zaron like a a bunch of stuff to do on board the lost light there's a lot of activities to live yeah um Uh, so they show up and brainstorm is like hey check this out and there's just a massive like thing on the ceiling (laughs) yes there's just something huge and paneled and yeah um this this like weird cube is like bigger than levitating yeah Yeah, it's it's just just massive it's floating in midair and brainstorm (laughs) is like so uh i don't believe in bad omens but when the metroplex metroplex's dismembered thumb floats up and starts pushing against the ceiling i start thinking end of days which we all know as the reader is actually exactly what's happening um i do love that in the panel before this when they all look up magnus just says holy moly which (laughs) there you go is another little soften his image kind of thing um and getaway says you know wait that's metroplex's thumb the greatest titan of all time and we have his thumb and then he says i love this ship which we get it (laughs) yeah now you understand the lost light it was like i'm so glad to be here i'm so happy i'm here with you all um and then we do have trail cutter here explaining um he says we're told it was it's metroplex's but we don't know for certain so this is where the Titan hunters come up. Um, right. It even says there's a little editor note that says C Transformer Spotlight Trail Cutter. Yes. So I know that's come up obviously before because we had to explain why his name was suddenly different. Um, but and I don't remember how much they explain on these next pages. So we can go ahead and see, kind of go through these panels here, and right. I can I can elaborate if we want um, on what happens in that spotlight. Um, well, uh, back on Luna One, Getaway said you can use a Titan to find a Titan. Yes. And Brainstorm is saying, well, if you haven't got any fingers, what do you use to point? You use your thumb. And yes. so he's implying this thumb is guiding them toward the rest of the Titan. Right. Um, and that's what, yeah, he's saying, I'm over here. Come get me. Is Rather what convenient is. for story purposes, I would say. Right. Well, and the thing I at least... At least they had it because Trail Cutter's spotlight, I think, happens maybe only like eight issues in. Hmm. So, like, that's the thing. Like, I know a lot of these things. And, of course, sometimes, you know, you just have to write things and you're like, I know it's convenient, but we just need these things to happen. <laughs> but I will say like, a lot of this stuff is plotted for a out. While. Sure. Yeah. And there are other things that come up that you're like, whoa, like, this has all been planned for a really long time. Um, 
even things, well, yeah, um, I know we've talked about other things before, but yeah, every now and again, you'll be like, oh, snap, that was like 20 issues ago. Now we're getting clarification on it. Um, so yeah, so trail, uh, Spotlight Trail Cutter happens much earlier on than this. Um, I would say at least maybe like a year earlier. Um, so, and they did, they did have the, because they collide with Space Debris in that one. Okay. And I forget why they take it on board. I can't remember. Um, but yes, then specifically Tyrus's dudes, um, uh, Deadlock, not Deadlock, um, Lockdown and all those guys board the Lost Light to go get the fragment of hmm. what they crashed into. And that's why Trailcutter saying, we were told it was Metroplex's thumb, meaning he was talking to Lockdown. <laughs> right. And that's what Lockdown said. They don't uh, necessarily trust that guy. Right. So, I mean, so it does all end up playing out together. Like, we see Lockdown again, specifically with Titan corpses and, a, sure. you know, so, it, yeah. But, yes, so that's that where we are, is me. that they're being drawn to some Titan uh, but then we go back to Cybertron with a yeah with a, a Titan we don't think is Metroplex but here's a Titan <laughs> a guy <laughs> there is a certainly a huge man I don't know why in this panel Ravage is just on the ground he's because he wasn't before I he's guess tired. Just have he just wants to, he's like he's a cat they sleep yeah. you know it happens <laughs> just a little cat nap so Arcee's got this gigantic gun she's like just <laughs> say the word and I'll just blast Starscream out of the sky which I do love at this point they've all just stopped like yeah. sideways everybody standing. on both sides is not a huge fan of starscream yeah and they're all like oh snap no let's and yeah this Powell's like oh hell yeah let's kill starscream and mumblebee's <laughs> like okay hold on this isn't right at all and prowl and, blows his stag yeah he's like we're just gonna let starscream do whatever and i love b here because he's like prowl shut up yeah, uh, you finally. have not gotten anything right ever, except like the only thing that your butthole shouting has gotten <laughs> us is the Constructicons. And Soundwave is like, wait, the Constructicons are with you? <laughs> like, hey, we wondered where those guys went. They're, they're here. <laughs> they're with you guys. And and Bumblebee is like, long story, Soundwave. Like, we'll get back to that. <laughs> but I love the like casual attitude of that line. Mm, long story. Uh but yeah, we finally, obviously, we're getting some animosity between, um, some tension between Prowl and Bumblebee. And now it's, you know, for Prowl, at least, he's finally like, oh my god, stop. And Bumblebee's like, you know what? I've had enough of you. Um, they both have very different approaches to what they want to do here and both want to kind of take charge, but... I I love that Soundwave is trying to like be diplomatic with Prowl here. Yeah, well, because yeah, like he even says, "Do something, Bumblebee. Don't just let this Decepticon control you." And and yeah, Soundwave's like, "Listen, Prowl. Uh, <laughs> I know I you know, harbor resentment. Like, yeah, we know your brain got taken over, and that makes you a little <laughs> upset with me. I get that." Um, and Prowl's like, "Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I'm going to murder you." Um, he's about to call him a string of obscenities i'm sure um yeah and uh even soundwave was like listen if you just fly off the handle and act rashly it's not gonna do us any good um but then we zip over to starscream talking to this titan yes which we do have size discrepancy here starscream should not be that big if she's standing on the shoulder of a titan he should be much smaller um so and he's talking to this titan like it's the one that what'd you say yeah comics it yeah, yeah, it'll happen. Um, but he's talking to this Titan right. as if it's the one who had spoken to him earlier. Uh, and he, he's like, uh, I think this was you. You look different, but whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, and he's like, so look, 
I know you mentioned I was all set for this prophecy, but now they're thinking it's a different prophecy, and I don't look as good at that one. So, like, maybe you could, you know, help me out here? And then the <laughs> Titan just explodes. Just it explodes. shoots and off this massive mushroom like a, cloud of energy yeah and it's beautiful like, yeah what a it is great a really cool two-page spread yeah like just very stunning um and we see like in in basically silhouette tons of dudes getting knocked back in every direction because right. of course they're all right there at the base of him yeah so they're all being blasted backwards we have starscream blasted and then he has transformed and is flying as fast as he can away just barely like ahead of the shock but then we can see the people who have been hit and we have like oh poor astro train is like missing his legs he's missing his arms um and poor blitzwing is like oh my god oh my god that's my guy he's hurt <laughs> um so sad. the two triple changers i'm i'm a sucker for those two um being cute with each other but anyway uh prowl's like okay he says again well and that's the thing because like it he, I guess he just let off a wave. Like it looks like he explodes, but right. he doesn't. Yeah, I mean, like the Titan's still standing the there. Still right there. Yeah. Uh, and Prowl is like, "We are going to slaughter this asshole." <laughs> and Bumblebee is like, "Are you? How fucking dumb are you?" Uh, and Prowl's <laughs> and, just like, "We need to do this." And... Yeah, like I don't care. We're just gonna move. And RC is like, "Hey, I don't feel too hot." And we can see she's missing a leg. She's missing an arm. But they're also like like disintegrating right. like she has like black kind of smoke coming off of her or like i don't even know it's and bumblebee's like we need to get the wounded back to base that death wave's headed for the city starscream is like jetting his way into cybertron to try and uh, like warn, warn everybody yeah. evacuate the city and he's saying like cybertron's mine and i'm not gonna let this stop me he's like kind of stepping up and being a president right now it's pretty cool yeah uh, like he's i like i like uh take charge starscream but like yeah. in a noble it, albeit you know a tiny way but it's a bit noble and i like it but uh uh, the the wave kind of crashes over him and lots of dudes. And then on this next page... Our dear Metalhawk wakes up. That's what yeah. the wave does for him. He's got some, um, some pink eyes, which yeah. resemble the, the color of the wave that just burst off. Right. It was this very pink-purple blast that's just kind of swept over Iacon and whatever area of the planet all around them. And uh, so he sits up. And then he takes yeah. off. It's a beautiful panel. He jets He's basically to where Starscream is. Yes. And he lands and like stabs him right in the back, yeah, which, you know, poetic. wing into his back. Yep. <laughs> I love this. Starscream is like, what now? And he's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, for the love of, which you can just like, oh, come on. And uh, Metalhawk wastes no time. And it's like, you killed me. I trusted you. I befriended you. And then you killed me the moment it suited you. And I love and Starscream's like, hey, listen. <laughs> he's like, look, I clearly, yeah. I didn't do a very good job of killing you, obviously. And he just looks so peaceful in that, like, just, uh, okay, yes, I did kill you, but clearly I didn't because you're fine. <laughs> um, and, of course, Metalhawk is so sick of him. So he, like, he, like, uh, Leonidas foot stomps him on the chest <laughs> through a wall. Um, it's pretty into, good. It is, uh, yeah. Into where and Megatron is being kept. Yeah, so if that dude's, like, awake, he can at least be like, oh, good, somebody's finally beating up Starscream. Um, and Metalhawk says his vengeance knows no bounds. And Starscream just wants to know what he wants. And he's like, hey, actually, I want this guy. And Metalhawk releases Megatron. Ooh 
And you're kind of like, whoa, what's all this? Yeah, like, why is, even even Rat Trap is like, why didn't see that coming? (laughs) Like, well, that's new. And Rat Trap is down with Scoop in, like, the streets and where there's still, like, billowing clouds of whatever. I'm sure it's just, like, dust and, you know, kick up from this this wave that's just crashed into everything. Um, And, yeah, Metalhawk's just taken off with Megatron's comatose body. Uh, and so Rat Trap's like, all right, now's our time to make a plan. And Scoop's like, uh, Rat Trap, people are dying. He's like, yeah, I think we should probably help some people. Because, of course, he's Scoop and he's pretty cute. Um, and Rat Trap's like, uh, right, I was also going to help people. <laughs> um, uh, but then we go to the Lost Light. Yes. We hop back over. Um, and, right. So Mag- Magnus is now kind of dealing with the fact that he has... Right. Two different choices here, because, of course, they're supposed to be following Jaxus and tracking him down. But now they have what is presumably Metroplex himself kind of like summoning that towards yeah. him. I, so I, what do you choose? You know, I really like this thing that Brainstorm says that he says, like, there is no Optimus. There's just Orion Pax and he's not our leader. He can't give us orders right now. Only Ultra Magnus can do that. And Max I love is that. Like, yeah. Let's go get Metroplex. Like, it's that's fantastic. the first time Magnus has issued an order. Yeah. And and I love that from all people, you know, he kind of gets that little boost from his hype girl Brainstorm. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, God, we're going to say it like 18 times in this episode. Brainstorm, you're a great character. I like you a lot. Um, But (laughs) Brainstorm is not a person who needs Optimus to remind him that he's called Orion Pax now. Brainstorm's like, oh, I fucking know. I know you don't own me. He's like, oh, trust me. I know you're not a prime. (laughs) Like, I'm well aware of that. Thanks, buddy. Uh, But yeah, no, it's really great. So that's what they choose. They're going to go after the Titan. Uh, And then they. they And so they warp. Yeah, they quantum jump into a giant red sea uh, yes and there's a bunch of robots in this ocean like attacking the ship yep and they're like oh, okay so maybe <laughs> um this wasn't our best choice uh, and yeah a bunch yeah. of bots heading for them not the most immediately beneficial <laughs> And so now we have the, there's like a voiceover on that page and we have Shockwave saying, you've delivered what was missing. Right. A space bridge and one wrapped in such a colorful package. So clearly this is why they needed Megatron because we know he has space bridge technology built into him. I think we know that. I can't remember if everybody knows that, but that is a fact about Megatron. Now I do. (laughs) So Shockwave, the body he has now shockwave um built like shockwave and soundwave kind of rebuilt him during ongoing Mm. because he was like super super wounded in all hail megatron in ongoing he was out of commission for years and then they finally built him a new body and while they were doing that shockwave was like hey you know what else though i've been working on like building a space bridge so why don't we just put that in there too and they said yeah that sounds great so megatron yeah so he can do that so they're like oh good we need one of those go get megatron uh, and so Megatron wakes up. Yeah. Um, we got him here. And that's it. And he, yeah, there you go. That's the end of it. He's like, it looks like he's like sitting up, but I, yeah, it's, I can't tell exactly what's happening in that very he's last panel. The, the Tim Tebow pose, clearly. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Uh, it's a football thing. Oh, well, yeah, I, the name was, I, I thought that was a football name, but I wasn't sure. Um, but yeah, there you go. That's the pose that he's doing. Uh, so, and that's, yeah, that'll bring us to the close of issue three. Yeah. 
so winners that, and losers yeah i mean we got we got a lot more dark cybertron coming up i'll tell you this yes. feels good to be back yeah i'm glad that we have a show yeah i i, I missed you i missed our listeners i miss I these too. dumb dumb robots uh they're they're easy to miss they're they're very you notice them when they're gone uh, um but yeah yeah uh so next time what are we covering we should so i'm thinking with uh dark cybertron we'll just go ahead and do four weeks three issues each sure um and you and i'll kind of leave it up to you in some cases because i can't remember exactly which issues what happens in which issues because we do we're coming up on some big exciting stuff you guys i'm so excited um <laughs> so if we hit like an odd uh like cliffhanger that might change but i will probably leave that up to you to decide if you like read three of them and at the end of the third one you're like whoa this should probably is, be addressed we'll figure it out yeah, but for now, I'm thinking, yeah, three issues for the next couple weeks, and then we'll get through Dark Cybertron. Sounds good to me. Uh, you know who else I missed? Who that? Transformonauts. Ah, I thought those you might be saying. Guys. Those what little you, darlings. What are you dumb idiots up to? How did you spend your break, Transformonauts? Transformonauts, did you have fun? Did you drive anywhere? <laughs> Transformonauts, I hope you just got to spend some time to yourself and, you know, have some peace and quiet. Transformonauts, did you get any good gifts for the holiday? Yeah, I bet you did. Did you get that, that pog set that you wanted? Transformonauts, have you been good? this year transformonauts remember that holiday last month <laughs> remember that time when you all went to new york and got drunk and watched a ball drop 